Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. To create a life by design, a life that you absolutely love, whether it be in your family life, career, business, your body, we must have a strong and powerful divine masculine energy within. See, we all have feminine and masculine energy within, regardless of your gender. And through this energy, from the depth and the strength of this energy, is how we create a life that we truly love. So many people are operating out of the wounded energies and don't even realize it. They are not clear on their direction. They might know what they don't want, but not really what they truly do want or rely simply on motivation. And here's the thing. Motivation is fleeting. And so we cannot count on this fleeting energy to really create a life by design. And so what I have created is a three-month program Three months on coaching, accountability, and nuggets of wisdom to elevate your divine masculine energy. This is the energy that moves you towards your goals, that pulls you forward. And this program is a mind-body-spirit level. We are no longer operating on just the physical or just the spiritual. We come together in divine union, the divine feminine, the divine masculine This is the ultimate glow up, really. And you will be someone that others look at and say, what are you doing differently? How did you shift? How did you elevate? And this will be a secret in a way. It's not a secret, but it's almost this this secret that you have within because you have this unity. You have the strength of both polarity of energy within. And really... This is a time where your energy can be scattered in the world or it can be focused and focused on your elevation. And when you elevate, you elevate others. And so the program is Mesmerize Your Masculine. It is the complement to the Feed Your Feminine program that I also offer. And we will have three months, as I mentioned, of coaching, accountability, nuggets of wisdom in a community, in a very intimate community. I really want this to be a, a smaller space that we can grow together and really be vocal and share and really, and really be accountable to each other. And so if you are really looking to create a project, whether it be a book or a podcast, or you really just want to have more clarity on your life's direction, you really want to create a life by design, this is the program for you. We will have monthly live calls, which will be recorded. You can keep for life. We will have videos going out to you. You will be so supported inside of this and have that energy within so strengthened that you will no longer procrastinate. You will no longer allow yourself to doubt and stay in that state. And you will go forward in life with confidence, grace, wisdom, beauty. You will have the inner divine masculine energy 
so strong that you not only attract others in your life that are here to support you, but you also get to be relaxed in your feminine. So if this sounds really great to you, I want you to head on over to my Instagram channel at underscore luscious living underscore and it will be linked in the description to DM me that you want to come and join us in the program. Just make sure you know that there are limited spots. So make sure you pause this and send me a message right now so that you can enroll. I made this as affordable as possible so that we can have you thriving today. So head on over to my Instagram channel and DM me to join us in the program. I'm so excited to have you. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're talking all about food addiction. Do you think you might be addicted to food or thinking about food? This is a challenge that many people are facing nowadays, not only due to the quality of food that um, is out there, but all of the advertising um, And there's just so many mixed messages and especially, I mean, it really comes down to those two things is the quality of food, uh, how much we're eating, um, as well as a lot of the messaging out there. So I do want to talk to you about how to overcome food addiction. This is something that I have overcome myself because I was constantly thinking about how hungry I was, what I was going to eat. And then there's almost this orthorexic side of things where, um, is this clean? Where's it from? No, no, no. Like that all makes a big difference. And on the other side of things, mostly for me, it was about calories. Is this going to make me gain weight? Does this have, you know, how many calories does this have? And I would be distracted sometimes in conversation or I remember even in university, I would just be sitting down and writing out all the different calories I might've eaten until that day and then redoing it. It was weird. I would like write down apple this many calories and then eggs this many calories. And then just to be extra sure, I would send it out like on my notes on my paper I would recount those calories and reconsider if that was true because I didn't have a there wasn't smartphones then to just plug it in right and so I I had a food addiction like I was always thinking about the calories I was always thinking about food I have a lot of clients who have come to me and have food addictions as well and so today I want to provide you some solutions so getting right into it the very first tip to balance your food thoughts and have um, released this food addiction is to first and foremost balance blood sugar. If you are going all day without eating food and then you might be binging at night, okay, and then you are feeling terrible about it and then you don't feel hungry in the morning and it's this whole cycle, well, that's a problem. It is. Okay, and so we're not actually meant to be eating a lot of food at night anyway. It's going to impact sleep. You are going to notice that you end up binge eating if you don't eat during the day as well. So even if you're not as hungry, whenever you do slightly start to get hungry in the morning, don't ignore it and have something small. Okay, we're going to start to help you build up eating more so during the day and balancing that blood sugar. So you could try having a banana, half a banana even, with some almonds. You might try having a smoothie or turmeric latte as well. Okay, so just keep it um, really 
try to try to eat something there okay we want to work on your metabolism there as well and when you do eat you would like to have protein and a fat okay so for example you have eggs which is a protein and fat in itself you might have avocado and um I'm just trying to think. So avocado and maybe nori, uh, nor, um, what is it called? Like those seaweed snacks. You might have almond and an apple, okay? So try to have something like that or like hummus and carrots, okay? So that way you are starting to balance blood sugar because blood sugar and mental health also go hand in hand. And, and like a very easy example is being hangry, okay? So that's a small example of, of how mental health can play. But um, in more serious cases, we do see mental health and blood sugar uh, imbalances together. Then you also want to be drinking enough water. Did you know, because I just found out, that actually being dehydrated imbalances blood sugar. Okay, so you want to have blood sugar very consistent, very um, canoe-like instead of a roller coaster. How you also balance blood sugar is by having whole unprocessed foods. Okay, um, and that's going to be on the fourth tip a little bit more, but you want to have those kinds of foods so that you are not thinking about food right away. So if you're having cereal, you're probably going to be hungry in an hour or even half an hour later. Okay, versus if you had steel cut oats, you're probably going to be great on food for another two, three, four hours, especially if you add chia seeds or walnuts or something like that as well. Okay. So that's going to be really, really important. And there's so much more I could say about blood sugar, but really if you address those two things, that would make a big difference. The second tip is to eat enough. If you are, say, having one egg for dinner or for breakfast and you expect that to keep you set until the afternoon and you're wondering why you're feeling hungry, well, because you're not eating enough. So try having a two to three egg omelet, for example, with veggies. You might have avocado on the side. You might not, depending on your activity level. You might try having a smoothie with protein and berries and cauliflower. I actually have a smoothie guide. Um, so just send me an email if you want that. And I'll soon have a link for you that will be updated after this podcast episode is out. So check the description there. And then, yeah, so, okay, so I just, I just had a, I was just thinking about my next point there. But so anyway, so you want to be eating enough, and this is breakfast, lunch, and dinner, okay? Because if you end up skipping meals, you're going to be thinking about food, you're going to be binge eating when you do get to that next meal. So aim to eat until you're full. This was something that I was scared to do for a very, very long time. I just was chronically under eating and then chronically overthinking about food and then overeating later on, okay? So eat enough food and then especially if you find yourself binge eating at night because you're, you're eating clean during the day, you're having a smoothie and then a salad and then you all hell breaks loose at night, make sure you eat enough during the day, okay? Point number three is addressing food sensitivities. This is different for everyone, Okay, so the common food triggers are conventional dairy, soy, corn, gluten, and alcohol and sugar. Okay, and it's not like you can never have these foods again. It's not like that. But for example, 
for myself, I am not celiac, at least I've never been tested, but I do know I definitely get acne every time I eat gluten, especially if I have a few slices of bread in the next few days, I'm likely to have some acne. Same with if I eat too much dairy, I am going to have acne too. It's just the way it is. And that's actually how I cleared my skin. Okay. Um, so that's, those are common ones. However, you might be sensitive to blueberries and tomatoes when, you know, the information out there says blueberries are, and tomatoes are antioxidants. So those might not work for you. And so that's why I do recommend working with someone like myself to get very clear. What are you sensitive to? And maybe some of those symptoms like sinus issues or snoring or achy joints are actually from that. And that's what I see in my practice where women stop having headaches or puffy joints or they're more clear-minded because they didn't know they were um, sensitive to eggs or um, potatoes, for example. Okay, so this is a big thing I really want you to get clear on. Next is eating real food. So there are people's entire careers that are dedicated to understanding how humans can eat more, right? So especially those like chip brands, those sugar, all of that, those kind of treats, or just really anything that comes in a box is designed so that you are addicted to that food, right? You can't just have one chip. I don't know if you can, you can definitely tell me how you do it because that food, again, it's especially the high fat, high salt, high sugar is what we are genetically designed to desire more of because that keeps us alive. And especially if we're in our, um, in the hunter gatherer phase, if we found something that was like that, we wanted more of it. And so we still are like that. Okay. So aim to eat real food. I know that especially depending on what what part of your journey you're at, that might seem like Celine, I already do, um, though a lot of people are still eating like a lot more processed, like chickpea pasta is better than having um, like gluten pasta, but really if you can keep that stuff to a minimum and honestly just eat the whole grain like or eat the whole thing like chickpeas, right? So eating real food, so looking at where you can make replacements. So for example, if you love candy, eat more fruit. That that is actually how I've overcome my sugar addiction as well. I was so addicted to sugar. Like, oh my gosh, that was like a big thing. And I should make a whole podcast episode on that. Let me know if you want that. But um, but yeah, I actually just started to eat more fruit. The real thing or the real thing where sugar comes from. And so I no longer am craving sugar. Um, I mean, I still love having fruit and I will still eat chocolate and and sweet things, but it's not like it was before. Okay. Because it was to a point where I, I was thinking that I might be in trouble with, you know, in the future if I kept going the way I was. So for example, um, if you're really craving like Pop-Tarts, if you have Pop-Tarts or soda or something, just look at where you can make improvements. Look at where you can go for a little bit less sugar. And it's not even about having willpower of like, oh, I'm just going to eat half a Pop-Tart or whatever. It's like, again, that food is designed for you to eat it all and eat, and eat the whole thing. So start to look at, okay, well, can I trade this for... Um, a slice of gluten-free bread or sourdough bread with real honey and real butter, right? 
because it's still something sweet, still satisfying. So start to look at that. And, and with pop, see if you can get a soda stream or, or bubbly or um, sparkling water and maybe you add some lemon juice to it. Okay, so start to eat real food whenever possible because you cannot overeat carrots or chicken breast. Okay, and then you're actually full, like actually full. And if you really want to take it a step further, grass-fed um, or wild organ meats. Not everyone's um, favorite food, but it is so nutritious. And the, when I started to eat these kinds of foods, I was so surprised at how satisfied I felt and I didn't need any dessert after. The next tip and the final tip I have for you today is about enhancing methylation. And so what I mean by methylation is it's, it's a mechanism in the body that allows our gears to turn, okay? And it turns on biological switches on and off for a host of other systems in the body, okay? And so how you can increase methylation or enhance methylation rather is by having foods such as liver, because speaking of liver, onions, garlic, beets, Organic red wine, surprisingly, you're welcome, and eggs. So, or even by eating a bowl of leafy greens every single day, okay? So this is also going to be really important for your mood because, right, when we're not feeling as happy or maybe we're frustrated, whatever it is, we might be turning to food more and, and increasing that food addiction, okay? So to recap, you want to balance your blood sugar, um, if you are not sure on how to do that, please do reach out. This is one of the number one things that I see people struggle with, and it's one of the number one things I struggled with, to be honest. Okay? You want to be eating enough. You want to address food sensitivities, and this is unique to you. You want to be eating real food and enhancing methylation. Okay? So I hope that this episode helped. Please do give the episode or the whole podcast a five-star review if it, um, if it really helped you out. Take a screenshot of the episode and tag me on social media at underscore luscious living underscore. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will hear from you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.